Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, good morning. Welcome to hour three of the Donna and Steve show on my talk. One oh seven one everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. We got Mike the Mensch. How about the good Mike? Mm, The good Mike. Mike. Somebody else suggested cue ball Mike. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know how he'd feel about that. May I? um, I, I mean, Mega Mike feels the best to me at this point. Okay. Feels good. Mike's probably the one that you sign off on the most. Not that that's what we're looking for, but... Yeah, I, I like, like Mike the Mensch. We did have a caller just call in literally minutes ago before the Dirt Alert and saying that uh, she thinks uh, Rock the Mike. Um, but she says... Uh, oh, that's cute. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I'm just, just giving you what the people are saying. There's a lot of but clever options. I do like Mike the Mensch. I don't mind that at all, actually. But, again, if the person receiving the nickname doesn't mind it, then maybe it shouldn't be used. I don't know. Well, Donna was the one who had a complex with it. We all liked Mike the Mensch. We were feeling good, and then she came in and got worried. Crack the mic. Mike on the mic. Big Mike. What about Mike the Mensch? It doesn't roll off the tongue, though. You know? Oh, Oh, now we got got calls coming in. Hey, it's it's Mike the Mensch and Katie here on 92.9. Something like that. All right, we're just going to hear a lot of Katie's in radio. Hi there, Guten Tag. You're now on the radio. You just called in. What is your name? Hello. Hi, say your name. Craig. Hey, Craig or Greg. What's on your mind? Uh, I think it should be Miggy. Miggy. (laughs) Coming down to Miggy or uh, Paul. (laughs) Miggy or Paul. (laughs) Did you say Miggy or Biggie? Thank you. Oh, okay. Okay, bye, Craig. <laughs> Why is he calling from Mars? Well, first of all, a couple things I don't know about Craig. <laughs> I don't know if that's Craig or Greg that we just talked to, but I know that he swallowed it, and obviously he's, there was a cricket mobile or something. We were struggling there, or we w- didn't have as many reception towers. Oh, so Lord. wonder how many times in his life <laughs> he introduces himself, and then the person's eyebrows raise like, I'm, so- I'm sorry, did you say Craig or Greg? Because it sounded uh, like you kind of said... Yeah. I, is Greg. Greg is Greg, or maybe it's just Reg. <laughs> maybe he didn't even slap a C or G on it. Miggy, Miggy is what he was suggesting. Like Miggy, like Mike. I don't like that. All right. <clears throat> Can I read an email? Sure. Mike, Miggy, Mike the Mensch, Mega Mike. Could yeah. you play some um, soft music in the background? Sure. I gotta get a whole like. You thing need a YouTube premium account. Yes, I do. <laughs> That's me. That was Donna. <laughs> was feeling the dead air. I was pleased to just let it ride. It's provocative. 
Sorry for it. It's from Omar. Oh, I saw that. Uh, Mega Mike, Omar was one of our most frequent emailers for like two or three years. Really made us laugh out loud. Okay. And then one time, and by one time I mean a series of times, Donna on the air was like, why are we giving Omar so much time? And then Omar's <laughs> feelings got hurt, and Omar kind of broke up with us. And so when we hear from him now, uh, it's a joy. He sent this about our fifth anniversary. We referenced him on our fifth anniversary show on Friday. You guys, it showed on my calendar that you just celebrated your fifth year anniversary this past Friday. Hashtag, who would have thought? Hashtag, suck it, low J. <laughs> it's unnecessary, but whatever. Anyway, I was planning on calling in and everything, but I was washing my hair that day. You know how it goes. I did manage to speak to my best friend, Jing Lai, and sadly, we spoke about Donna's anti-China sentiment and how that has caused a lot of my talkers to start heading over to Dave Ryan in the morning. Whoa, Donna. That's aggressive. By the way, is Steve still on the show? Last I heard, he was running for office. Remember that guy, Steve Patterson, who ran for like the legalized cannabis thing this year? That was fun. Not me. What about your amazing producer, Don? Or was it DJ Rock Lobster? Hang on. No, no, no. It was I Am Grunt. Or was it Mike the Mensch? Wow. Not sure if I have dementia, but you guys really go through producers like toilet paper. Wow. Again, aggressive. <laughs> anyway, I just want you to know that I support you as a show and not just because the sea monster pays me to listen. Okay, bye. I can love you. <laughs> ah, that was my text fail to Rocco. I can love you. See, Omar's always good for a deep cut. <laughs> One last addendum to his email. He writes, by the way, you guys will be happy to know that I have a colonoscopy scheduled in two days, which means guess where I am sending this email from? That's right. The pooper. <laughs> and yeah, though I have a young butt, it's never too soon to get your butt to the butt doctor. Thank you, Rocco's dad. I, too, can love you. <laughs> oh, my God. That's Omar. Longtime listener Omar. If Donna scared away from the show, hurt his feelings. Sorry, but now Omar. Maybe he's back. Sorry. Maybe he's back. He's back. He's always there. I just like hearing from him because his emails are so funny. Very amusing, for sure. Well, I wanted to tell you guys about a docu-series that I finished. It's called Boys in Blue. It's on Showtime. It's a four-parter about uh, North Community High School in Minneapolis and its football team. And um, the team, what's unique about this is that the team is coached and mentored by members of the Minneapolis Police Department. Oh, that's interesting. And this story comes to us from, um, oh God, what's his name? Peter Berg who did the movie Friday Night Lights. Yes. And so it's all about the rising tensions between law enforcement and the community following the the killing of, of George Floyd. So that's kind of like a parallel mm-hmm. story along with this. And it's kind of leading up to the referendum about abolishing the police department. And I really... I found it intriguing. I, I was really, really interested in this story about these young men, predominantly black school, in a um, part of the the city that's, you know, where gunfire is part of their every day. You know, that you could hear gunshots as they're interviewing these kids. But mm. I just thought it was, I liked it. It wasn't the best documentary I've ever seen 
Probably not, but I was very interested in the material because of, you know, the local aspect. Yeah, no kidding. It's called Boys in Blue? Yep. Yep, and it's on Showtime if you want to check it out. It's four parts. Another interesting football story on the national scene. The playoffs have shaken out in the NFL in such a way that this weekend will be the rematch of the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh. The game, which was, of course, postponed, ended up being canceled entirely after Buffalo Bills defensive player DeMar Hamlin suffered cardiac arrest on the field. So now, again, sports, the the great drama of sports. Who would have thunk it? Just two or three weeks later, you get those two teams squaring off again. DeMar Hamlin is out of the hospital now in Buffalo, and here is, this doesn't take much of a soothsayer to suggest that this is going to happen, but I think we could be in store for a really special moment this weekend. The game is going to be in Buffalo, and Hamlin is out of the hospital. He did not show up to the game this past weekend, but my money is on this happening. Pre-game, DeMar Hamlin comes out of a tunnel, and gets his hero's welcome mm. at Buffalo. Remember, when the injury happened, that was in Cincinnati. Now they're playing at Buffalo, uh, and I think he goes out to the 50 and maybe does a coin toss or something like that, but I think that there's going to be a really cool moment that could be awaiting us. He hasn't said if he's going to show up, but that's my hope slash guess that we're going to see DeMar Hamlin at the 50-yard line um, being welcomed home by the Buffalo Bills That would be amazing. Fans, which would oh be awesome. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That would be great. All right. We're out of time. Donna, I found a study about being grumpy that can specifically help you to be better at this. I saw you shoot me that look right now mm-hmm, that offended. Mm-hmm. I didn't say you're grumpy. I'm just saying I want you to listen to this study. I think it could really help someone like you. That next, when we come back, Donna, Steve, my talk. Hey, good morning. It's us, Donna and Steve, on my talk, 1071, Everything Entertainment. Uh, You want to study, buddy? I would love that, buddy. Studies have shown that... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. I am the Steve one. Donna, as you know, is Donna. And now I'll tell you something about being grumpy and how this could actually... I don't know that it causes something, but there is a correlation. And I think this could interest you, Donna. If you're going in for a medical procedure, and the doctor seems like they got up on the wrong side of the bed, you're in good hands. Hashtag Allstate. A new study has found that bad moods can make people more detail-oriented. And it's not just because they're less chatty and distracted by others. The researchers say mood and language are supported by different brain networks, but there's a lot of interaction going on between them. When the people in the study were in a negative mood, they were more careful and analytical. They scrutinized what was actually in front of them and didn't just fall back on general knowledge or routine. They were also more likely to reanalyze situations where there were unexpected inconsistencies when they were in a bad mood, or at least 
women were more likely to do this. For the purposes of the study, they only used female participants this time, but future studies will also involve men. So, hmm. see somebody in a bad mood, if you realize you're in a bad mood, maybe think of the positive, which is, in those moments, your brain actually might help you to be a little bit more detail-oriented. Maybe that's why you should do the bills when you're PO'd. Huh. Interesting. I wonder why they only did this with women. Well, because the people had to be in bad moods. That's a joke, <laughs> Donna. That's it. a joke, guys. Okay, everybody. Well, we can't joke anymore. Thanks, Fauci. As Patterson. What's he have to do with this? <laughs> He's retired. He's trying to live out his days. Oh, you're funny. Um, you know, I just think there are two types of people. There are the people who go to work and want to stop at everyone's desk and talk to them. I'm right here, Donna. And then there are the people who want to go to work and work and go home and socialize outside of work. You don't even let me walk through certain places on the way out. You're like, hey, we're walking out. Let's let's leave now. But here we're going this way. Or Steve. It's like she's talking to like me talking to like one of my toddler kids. Hey, now listen, we're not going to stop and say hi to everybody, okay? We have to go. <laughs> but then the, the people are there. It's like the lunch hour. No, so this like, is Steve. Ah. Hey, guys. It's me, Steve, from TV, remember? Remember me? Boy, you say that one time a day, and you just <laughs> are labeled for life. You do like to stop and talk to everybody. I do really like the, um, the I enjoy camaraderie. Because you know it's not going to go too deep, right? We're just kind of we're just going to chat briefly, but those quick little two minute. See, you would have done better in a um, in prison. It, like you would do well if it's like I'm just making license plates today. Okay, great. Tink, 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 tink. You'd thrive there, even yeah, in assembly line. I like line. to focus. I like to focus on the yes. task at hand. Yes. And you're just like everything social hour. Listen, you're not the first person I've worked with who's like this. Trust me. I already know who you're talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about two different people and just got to go chat it up with the sales staff. Got to go and stop at the front desk and chat it up with the receptionist. And But then what you're doing is, uh, by the way, it, one of them is probably... you're lacking. At, outside of work, you probably don't have friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Actually, you are more social than I am out of work. That's for sure. You get together with people more and stuff oh, yeah, like that. People pop yeah. over. Yeah. Oh, Lord, nightmare. Um, but yeah, there's, you know, I think if you overlook camaraderie and the chance to just yuck it up, especially when you know it's little, like, Ross, the podcast boss, his office is right next to ours. He and I were made for each other. Yeah, because he's a he kisses your butt. No, he doesn't kiss my butt. Oh we're my talk- god! No, Donna, we're talking to each other. That's what I'm talking about. We can I can walk in and say, "Oh, I had an incident with the snowblower," and I know I'll have Ross's undivided for the next three minutes, followed by five jokes. You know. Meanwhile, I'm sitting there typing, trying to get ready for the show, and he's the show's like, already ready. Now you got to focus on the interpersonal side of work, where it's got to be life giving. You've got to realize that when you stop and talk to somebody, it doesn't mean that you're not working. It's another element of the holistic employment experience, which is feeding into the relationship. You know you're the guy. We're not computers. You're the guy who's organizing <laughs> the chili cook-off at work. <laughs> that is like. 
the bane of my existence. No, I'm see, like, oh, God, please don't let me have to do a cookie exchange. <laughs> <laughs> no, here's what will surprise you. I used to work at a place, and there were, there were soup clubs. <laughs> and and I was in it one year, but I went in splitsies with somebody else. I did not organize it. I felt compelled to do it just because I wanted to eat the other people's soup. <laughs> and then I felt compelled to do it. And then there was a second time that I just tapped out. I didn't even get involved. So I'm actually less that. I don't want to do you're, the chili cook-off. No, you're a chili cook-off guy. No, I am not chili cook-off guy, but I'm also not uh, you know angry, not personal lady who <laughs> not people are like, she angry. seems like she's in a mood. I am I'm the middle of the road there. I see people... And instead of just, hey, how you doing? I'm like, hey, buddy, what's up? You know, just those little moments of camaraderie, those are planting seeds that grow forth into a flourishing work environment. You know what? What? I'm having the little seeds. You're having full-blown joke-offs and competitions. I like those. You're like, no, you know what? We have We have much different bandwidth for conversation. And what I'll point to is... For those of you who think, oh, Steve and Donna, this is like their their bit. Our relationship off the air is to a T, like it is on the air. Correct. Okay? <laughs> Which means, dear listener, when Stevie Boy comes in and he's happy or excited or intrigued about something, I start telling Donna a story. Donna has a listening bandwidth for my stories of no more than 30 seconds, unless it directly involves her and our employment together, she will check out so quickly. And the only reason I bring that up, Donna, is because that is a microcosm of your understanding of what a short conversation is much shorter than my understanding of a short conversation, hashtag C Project Down in Dirty Comedy. <laughs> right. I'm like, in case you don't know, time. we were supposed to do a tight, I don't know, two minutes of stand-up, three, yeah. three. Steve is still on the stage right now. I mean, if he went like 15 20 something, yeah, it was a lot. Well, a little long. You're just, you're just a little. I'm, I'm chatty guy, but I am not chili cook-off guy. I am not, Donna. Do not put that on me. I'll get Mike. I'll get people from Twin Cities Live on the phone. And they will <laughs> tell you that there were some times that I probably wasn't as into stuff. But the, the opportunity to be in there and spin your chair around and be like, join the conversation of something that was happening, very uh, life-giving. <laughs> life-giving. You're, I have no friends guy. <laughs> <laughs> you, honest to goodness, would have done better in a prison camp. <laughs> I do like to focus at the task at hand. Yes, you and know. you're, you are, um, yeah, you're sort of incapable. If someone else is in the room, your concentration is totally Correct. bombarded. Exactly. Yeah, we, we're different in that way. We're Speaking different. of prison camps, yeah, um, Pilates was started in a prison camp, in an internment camp. A German athlete named Joseph Pilates was locked up by the British and came up with a way for his fellow German inmates to exercise when they were sick and stuck in bed. Pilates... Started in a prison camp. Thank you. You're welcome. You're a random fact guy. Mike, what's your problem? Are you social or are you one of those mean uh, hermits I'm like right Donna? The, I'm right in the middle. middle. I kind of kind of can, I can take whichever role that needs to be filled. My previous job, I was definitely social, outgoing, crazy guy. And we got a lot of those around here. So yeah, you're I'll a little kind of crazy in. here. <laughs> I can see you going either way. Uh, yep, yep, definitely. For sure.
Uh, let's right. play Cover Story next. Rocco's coming in. Rocco Clocko. Uh, cover Story. It's our favorite game of the week. We'll play it next. Final stretch of yeah. the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Couldn't have come a minute sooner, you know? I hear right you, on time. buddy, Bill. The end of the broadcast. Donna's going to work out today. I I'm might. Gonna go, I'm just going to go get on the treadmill. Just keep it basic. You know, I'm cleansing like a beast. So many emails, so many prayers. Thank you guys for all that. Um, so I'm just going to do it low-key. Throw on some noise-canceling headphones that I got. Have only used them one time. And wow. I'm going to do them. I'm going to use them again. Yeah. Good for yeah. you. Donna, thank you so much. Specifically, what do you think you're going to do? Treadmill, stepper, elliptical? Why don't I worry about me and you worry about you? Donna, see, this is why you don't do office small talk. <laughs> Everything is so unnecessarily personal to you. And uh, we need to just we need to just pull back the veil. People, you're a woman in the Twin Cities who other women look to to figure out how she's living her life. I should do what she's doing. So this could be empowering, Donna. Again. You would have never made it as Oprah. Oh, just, God, no. You just don't share enough. They want to hear from you. Elliptical, treadmill, or stepper. I like the stepper. Here come the hot stepper. Murderer. murderer. Oh, murderer. Oh, That's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, I like the revolving stepper. Not a stepper that you, you know, I like the one that actually looks like a little staircase yeah and the stairs vanish you got to keep your pace up or you will be down down i like that and i like the treddy thank you lebron james just hit a career milestone he sure did he became only the second player in nba history to score how many points Thirty-eight thousand points as Kenny Maine would say, not all in one game. That would be a record. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think it was um, Kenny Maine. Um, yeah, second play. He's going to pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar if everything goes according to plan. He'll pass him in a couple of months now. Um, I don't know, maybe a little less than that. How, but, how, many, how many points do you think someone like LeBron James scores in a game? Uh, this year, close to 30. Okay, well... It's like high 20s. Kareem but like for his career, maybe 26-ish career. Okay, uh, it has thirty eight thousand three eighty seven. So he's got to get to three eighty eight. Mm. Oh, then there's Carl Malone. Wow, <laughs> we should have Donna cold read sports stories more often. Sports talk. <laughs> Carl Malone. Yes, I'm Carl Malone. Wow, he's got thirty six thousand. That's that's impressive. Seriously. Yes. As someone who shoots hoops herself. You know, game respects game. And I think that's why this uh, is connecting with you on such a deep level. Did you see the Jabari uh, Smith uh, LeBron viral thing from a couple of nights ago or last oh, night? No. Uh, no. So Jabari Smith, they're getting ready to play the game. And he looks over to LeBron and says, oh, just so you know, you, you, my dad played against you in your first NBA game. Whoa. Oh, yeah. wow. No wow. way. Somebody dug up the stats. Turns out his dad was on the bench, didn't actually play. But regardless, it was pretty cool that the kid's dad was playing in LeBron's first ever game. I heard somebody say, oh, goodness, I'm forgetting the source now. But similar to you know Tom Brady. Uh, lost last night as Buccaneers lost to the Cowboys. People are wondering if he's going to play again in the NFL. Uh, if he's going to play for the Buccaneers, will he go elsewhere? Could he land at like the Raiders or the Jets, maybe even the Dolphins? Who knows? A lot of questions to be answered. 
He's 45. Somebody referenced a knowledge sources close to people with information, blah, 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 that LeBron also has the goal to play until he's 45. He's 38 right now. He wants to play with his son in the league, but now it looks like both of his sons could be headed for the league someday. So makes you wonder, could LeBron James be playing seven years from now? What an inspiration that would be, huh, Donna? Um, How old of a guy is he? 38. Yeah. 10 years from now, you said? Yeah, yeah no, get... I didn't say that. Oh, I thought you said... Uh, he'd, be, he'd be 45. He wants to play till he's 45. Okay. Rumor has it. I think he can. Let me fill Mike in real quick. Mike, um, there was a day that people were saying, what are you going to do next in your afternoon? And Donna said, I might go shoot hoops at the park. She did not find that to be... See, you're laughing. Yeah. So, because you hear it as a punchline. Sure, right? yeah, yeah. Like, that's unexpected. That's yeah. funny. She was being serious, nice. though. Nice. Um, so just imagine driving past a local park and you see mm-hmm. Donna get out, presumably wearing the same thing she's wearing to work. And then just pulls over and is like, I just need to get these shots out of my system. Like, I'll play with the neighbor kids every now and then because, you know, there's, there's, um, uh, what do you call those things? Basketball hoops? Yeah, that. Um, <laughs> in, in the neighbor's driveways. So sometimes. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll do a few layups, you know. <laughs> okay. Um,. We've had her call for this. Let's call. Yeah, I'm getting hungry. How about if we call Mike number six? That's a suggestion. Gosh, this is getting so much worse. Oh, because he's the sixth producer? You can throw a G in front of that, and then I can play Far East Movement every time we come back. Like a G6, like a G6. Okay. I don't know. Mm. I just like that song, but. (laughs) Let's call the cafeteria. Let's do that. It's probably a good idea. Here's Brian. Be dog. What's happening? Hey, Brian, we just got an email. Just came through. Okay. Becca has a proposal for you. Okay. She said, we love the soup segment so much, and everything he makes sounds so damn good. Has he ever considered making a recipe blog? We all want the soup. That's what we need in the world, another recipe blog. (laughs) Yeah, all right. There's your answer. That's good self-awareness. Plus, Brian said last week, he's he's less of a measurer. He feels it out in the kitchen, you know? Yeah, you can't can't write this down. Yeah. We're not making banana bread here. This is is art here. No. Um, Speaking of which, what is the soup today? We got uh, gluten-free white chicken chili. Yes! Oh, white chicken chili is great. And do you sacrifice any taste without the gluten? No, it's actually better. Better. Okay. Make soup the right way. All right, I like it. Steve's new nickname is Chili Cook-Off Steve. No, it's not. Oh, God. He's one of those guys who would, like, organize a whole chili cook-off. No, I just like small talk, Brian. You know this. I like small talk. Yeah, and that's just an excuse, right? Okay. Yeah, I guess we should let you go. Our connection's cutting out. We got to go. All right. Bye, Brian. Bye. Love you. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, listen. Uh, Tomorrow morning, we kick off the show with our workout reviews. What we did, because Donna... I'll do some sit-ups or something. At home? Yeah. What's it to you? 
You gotta go to the gym, Donnie. You said you were gonna go. Uh, I'm leaving. Think about it. All right, bye.